Blues Nation. We're back. Another epi. Another week. Let's go. Last fantasy week of the year. Myself, your host, Thomas Senecal, your co-host, fantasy expert, Matthew Barry. Just a little duo this, uh, this That's week. That's it. Two peas in a pod. We'll do some on a Thursday, Wednesday, whatever day it is. We're deeper in the week this week. Wow. Wednesday, <clears throat> but here we are. Two weeks to go through. So, big, uh, big episode, boys. Yeah. We've been off. We've been off our game lately. Saddle up, dig in. Hopefully, um, we'll get the producer to release it early for you working folks. Ooh. It'll be a nice little Thursday treat. So I let's dive it. into her. Week sixteen, second to last week of the year. The theme seemed to be the blowouts. Blowout blowouts which is not what the standings needed because now there's just a clump of <laughs> eight nine teams in the Absolute mix fighting chaos. for it it's a dog fight we're gonna cut that hopefully barry but <clears throat> tommy hacks tommy hacks over here yeah this might be a theme for the episode so it's up to the listeners but uh haymakers were thrown standings were shook and teams are either in of it in it or out of it Matthew Barry is kind of in the middle of it, believe it or not, somehow. Yeah. But we'll get to that later, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> two weeks ago, we had our good friend Hogan on. He did some picks. So, uh, I suppose. Yeah, shout out Hogan. Uh, Stack Guy Hogan came in strong. Yeah. A lot of good analysis from Hogan. For sure. Something this show certainly doesn't <laughs> really provide on a daily basis, so. Shout out Hogan, indeed. Um, so let's give him props for <clears throat> knocking off a big two seed last week against Master Splinter. It was yeah. a dogfight, a six to one to one dub. Yeah, this is uh, this is a big. You know, while Drew's been banged up uh, over the last few weeks here, unfortunately, obviously he loses Lamelo Ball. He uh, very briefly picked up uh, Malik Beasley and lost him as well. So we Shout could be see, you know, seeing some of these top dogs in trouble. And and Hogan probably secured himself a playoff spot with uh, that win uh, two weeks back. Yeah, a huge win for Hogan there to knock off Splinter, who was rocking and rolling. He was in a dogfight for that one seed until this matchup. Um, yep. Basically locked Kyle into the one seed. They played – Pretty close amount of minutes too. Uh, Hogan might have got him by a hundred, but <clears throat> very close, nonetheless, and a huge win for Hogan to launch himself to third and knock on wood, lock himself into a playoff spot. But right. Hogan, the rookie, locked the rookie. into a playoff spot, hosting a playoff game if the season were to end this week, but <clears throat> it certainly does not. There's a lot of basketball to be played on bumps. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. going to be incredible. Moving on to Matthew Barry's <clears throat> matchup. Uh, he drew <clears throat> statistically one of the worst teams this league has ever seen, ever in the history of this fran- or in this uh, league. Shout out the great Ian Netland for providing that this year. And Matthew took advantage here late in the year. Meaningful basketball, probably not, but. A big seven-one victory. Yeah, this was this was just beautiful all the way around. Kept me in the hunt, although you know, as, there was this as a we, couple weeks ago, you know. Right, right. This was this was a couple weeks ago, and I needed a big win. 
I had had a couple, uh, you know, I think I tied you or I had a 5-3 and then I tied Adam. So I needed this. And this also secured a nice uh, $50 Venmo for me from, from Mr. Netlin over our season bet for if the people remember. So that's deposited into the bank account. That feels good. Thank that you might much. have to go out to uh, Mr. Craggy here pretty soon. Mm. But, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Seems he's and I'm you know boat. Netlin, we've told the story a, mi- a million times. I mean, what a tragic season all the way around, and uh, you know it was uh, like taking candy from a baby. Thirty-seven games back, if the season were to end today, <laughs> <laughs> it still does not. He barely wow. has more wins than he has games back, which is impressive. Wow. Um, Kyle has 80 wins. Netlin has 82 losses. Impressive. Incredible. It was a heck of a year. A three, a point, a 34% win percentage all year. That uh, is. How the money have fallen. He'll be back. He'll be back. For sure. For sure. Um, on to, uh, let's just get my little matchup over with last week. Yeah, uh Launch Griffin into the thick of the playoff race, taking the old 7-1 L. Uh, domination from start to finish, more or yeah, less. Yeah, you really got spanked here. Uh, you know, James Harden goes down, calls it for the year, has a setback. He's working hard to get back for me in the playoffs. Has a little setback. Not ideal when your first-round pick goes down like that. Um, Kyrie still taking days off, even though he's the only player on the team. It's incredible to watch. Uh, really slowed Black down. Moses. Yeah, the boys just called it. They saw we were where we were in the standings, and they said, "Fuck this, we're done." They helped Griffin into the thick of the, to the playoffs. So, uh, essentially, that was a fifty dollars matchup for me. I could have wow. leapfrogged. We could have leapfrogged Barry if I if I did the same, vice versa to him. Unfortunately, right. it was not the case. It was a $50 little matchup there, costly on my end. That's the way she goes. Yeah, this is true. And, you know, a lot of – Griff had a lot of doubters, and he, you know, he persevered through all. And he's, you know, had a big win, and it looks like, like you said, he's right in the thick of the playoffs. Obviously made a bad move with Bronny Bench, but he's been able to, uh, you know, overcome that. And Senny's, you know, it's sad to see this as, you know, the face of fantasy basketball and all that. But, you know, that's the way she goes, right? That is the way the fantasy sports do go. Uh, <clears throat> We're on to baseball. We're on to baseball. Folks. We are certainly on to baseball. Shout out Chad, our two-time Dynasty League uh, champion so far out of the two wow. years that we've done it. So, yeah. Did not know that. That's Shout incredible. out Chad. I'm coming for his throat this year, but. We shall carry on as we do have two weeks to do this week, Matthew Barry, to a uh, new team name. I don't think it was at the time, but we're going to start calling him today Lawson's Creek with a, with a big 7-1 to one victory over, ironically, Team Pico. The Lawson's Creek name is incredible. I mentioned it in another group chat. Uh, and then it's Acid as like the under name. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you boy. know, if you know, you know. Is the you know, you know. Yeah, for sure. An incredible name and an incredible W for Chad to also launch himself in the thick of it for the playoffs. 
getting to seventh place, stomping over the weak and the poor team Pico, who sits down 11th, one slot below me. But um, a pretty pure W here for Chad. Not a lot of categories were concerned. He could have got away uh, with the old 8 0, but um, Pico ended up slipping Close. that one. But yeah. Anything on this one? Yeah, I mean, th th another big win for Adam Lawson's Creek here. Shout out Acid. Um, you know, keeping him in the hunt as well, very much so for a playoff spot. And, and Pico, much like, uh, you know, Netlin, we've kind of seen this happening for a while. You know, the boat just kind of sink into the bottom. Um, mostly injury-related for him. Netlin was more kind of like stupid moves, in my opinion. But all sorts of injuries for Pico. It's absolutely ridiculous. Even with, like, Andre Drummond, who comes back and, like, has been playing, like, here or there for the fucking Lakers. Now Donovan Mitchell, um, Zach Levine. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Obviously, Anthony Davis. So Pico's out. Um, and Lawson's Creek is, is very much in, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, they sit currently half a game out of the playoff spot behind Liam, who has just been scorching hot, tearing through the league, got himself into the playoff picture. Connor McCarthy sits at 14 and a half games, just one and a half games above Chad. Um, and then Emmett and Hogan sitting at 13 back. With a soft little cushion, but a cushion nonetheless. And yep. Chad has – he holds his own fate. I mean, if he wins big, he's probably in the playoffs, right? Is that fair to say? I, I'd say so. I mean, anything can happen, but I think there's a few teams here that, you know, everybody's got the keys to the car. They just need, you know, just need to finish here. Just need to put the pedal to the metal. Um, yeah. And an interesting – let's leap to an interesting matchup last week as well, Colin Sexton versus the Puppies. Um, every matchup with Liam seems to be interesting just because of the situation that he put himself in the league and uh, <clears throat> everyone else. And he spanked around his good friend Connor McCarthy last week, a 6-1-1 to one to one W, uh, a couple real close categories, and it ended up being just an old good old-fashioned pee-pee-whack for Liam. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'd say Colin Sexton here has kind of been limping into the finish line uh, mm -hmm. down the stretch of the season, um, possibly, which would be absolutely crazy, falling out of a playoff spot for the first time, obviously long-time commissioner, um, you know, great fantasy basketball mind. But he gets spanked around here, and Liam continues to rise. He could be in trouble this week. And I think it would really be poetic if, if Liam lost out on the playoffs in the absolute last second. I would love that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, so far so good for, for the puppies here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they find themselves right next to each other in the fifth and sixth seed now with some pivotal matchups ahead. Like I said, for the most part, the fate is in their own matchups. Like you get, you're going to assume that one of them – is going to lose and fall out of the race. So if you just hold your own and win big, like that's all you right. can do. That's all you can do. Um, and last but not least, another little interesting matchup, a roommate-roommate matchup. We had uh, Cardiac Guile, the one seed, playing Emmett Craggy in the Fox Lots, and a matchup that could have easily ended Emmett Craggy's year, 
Um, yeah. He stayed tough, ended up tying Kyle, and solidified himself as a playoff team this year, it looks like. Yeah. Um, really gritty performance from Craggs here, gritty. getting a 4 4. Like you said, keeping them likely, probably making the playoffs at this point, mm. possibly, you know, a three or a four seed. And. I, I, you know, I'm, it's looking like I'm going to lose some money to Crags here, but I got to yep. give him a lot of credit. Um, picked up on a lot of good players this year that have overperformed from probably what they were expected. DeMar and DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, obviously, <laughs> being the leader in the clubhouse. The face. But, you know, Harrison Barnes, Joe Ingles, uh, Dylan Brooks. Giannis even played even, even Giannis, more than close to. Zion's been a beast. I mean, he made some good picks in that draft after we, you know, all got on him. And uh, we'll see if he can finish the job. But this was definitely uh, – and, you know, Kyle, we're not worried about Kyle, obviously. He's probably had one of the best seasons we've yeah. seen here in fantasy yeah. basketball, um, the Black Bears fantasy anyway. So that was a good matchup for both teams there. Heck yeah, Kyle's wins were were dominant. Uh, Emmett, he won his stats though. He's a big four four guy. He plays tough to any team really because he locks right. in, locks in a solid four, and then you know he hopes he can get that fifth or six, and that's all you need in the playoff. All you need is all you need is five, Barry, and you're on to next week. So yeah, this this is true. Uh, well, that was a heck of a week sixteen matchup. Thought I didn't record it for a second, so I checked, but we're good. We're all good, folks. <laughs> what a better nightmare. That's a mini heart attack. I've um, done that before. Oh, no, we definitely have. <laughs> that was brutal. That was absolutely uh, brutal. Uh, people forget. By the end of it, we were brain dead. The old software. Gotta love it. Actually using that software as we speak. Like I, I just manually fucked it up myself and then hated it for a couple weeks. And then I went back to it and it's like awesome. So The old girl. Old shout people. Out Shout out the software, but fuck the software as well. Week 17, the last week of the fantasy basketball season, folks. Can you freaking believe it? Incredible. We're in the thick of it. It's Wednesday. It's 8.30. A lot of games have kicked off. A lot of games have already played in the last couple of days. A lot of rests are happening in order for um, the management down the season. And uh, it's fair to say that everyone is, is being hit with everything, whether it's covid whether it's yeah, there's injuries and yeah. COVID and resting and this and that and tanking all over the league right now. It's an absolute shit show, and I love it. So, week seventeen, Barry, let's start with you. You drew. Um, we both actually potentially have the most meaningful matchups in the league um, with you versus Pico. <laughs> both teams, not much to play for here. Yeah. Um, but you're you're down six two for Pico, who might slip out of the eleventh seed, maybe get to tenth on me um, if the score does hold. But it is early. It is Wednesday. Pico's team is known to falter down the stretch, um, just like his pathetic little cocker schmoochel. Um, but we won't <laughs> go there, of course. Uh, but Barry, what do you think about this one? Yeah, um, I like like you said, it's eight thirty on Wednesday, so I'm not loving where I'm at right now for yeah. sure. To have any chance of making the playoffs, I needed like need like a seven one eight zero type deal. Um, that does not look like it's happening at this point. 
couple injuries, which sucks. Sabonis is probably one of my best players. Mm-hmm. Fucking Tyler, uh, Playboy Harrow, been <laughs> in and out. A um, couple other – Simmons. Simmons is sick. But, you know, I- I'm going to try my best this week's against Peaks. We exchanged some harsh words this afternoon. So I, I-, I worry where me and-, and Zach stand right now. I didn't think it had to be that way. But <laughs> – but you know, I guess I guess that's the way it goes. So we're just gonna give it my best effort. Just try to have some good, clean fun, of course. and um, you know, we'll see what happens with me and my good friend Zach. All of our good friends, Zachary, Richard, Pico, um, yep, tremendous guy. Not a tremendous fantasy owner uh, this year, <clears throat> to be specific. Not calling or you last out. year to be more specific yeah we're not so. calling you out for being like the worst overall fantasy manager in the league maybe but yeah. um now good luck this week peaks yeah for, for sure, sure buddy for sure have fun in carolina there you going on another vacation peaks you got anything scheduled yeah. for uh mexico uh, mexico or iceland or rockland maine Unbelievable. we digress <laughs> Yep. Um, to the second most meaningful matchup, probably the number one most meaningful matchup <laughs> of the week, myself and my good friend Ian Netlin out of PJ Washington. We are a family show. Um, yep. He is off to a hot, scorching hot five to two to one lead on myself here on Wednesday. Uh, got a pretty good stranglehold on some categories, Barry. I'm not going to lie. Already smoking me by a by about 100 points, a good chunk of assists. He's got me doubled in rebounds. I'm less than worried about this pussy-ass team, Barry. Um, haven't even looked at it until today, and now I might call him out and uh, offer him a little, little bet, little betski here. Um, what do you think? Yeah, yeah I went well, to the Sox. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I went to the Sox yesterday. Real quick, real quick story. I went to the Sox. I was like, I'm going to throw a good chunk of money to to get a good thrill out of this game. So I ended up throwing 200 bones on the Sox to win. Even spread their fan playing the Toronto uh, Blue Jays. Rue yeah. was pitching. Pretty good pretty good pitcher. Under two ERA. Uh, he was one and one at the time. The Red Sox lit him up, and I paid for the night just like that. So, wow. Yeah, a little gamble. Incredible. I love that, Tom. Live by the sword, die by the sword, my friend. Precisely. You'll but uh, no, I'm not going to throw any money. I'm getting, I'm getting smoked in this. Um, this is the most meaningful matchup I've ever seen in my life. We talked about it earlier. We're on to fantasy baseball. Ian, you should get a life and move on to something else. <laughs> this team was tragic. <laughs> the fact that you had to work this hard for a 43 and 82 and three record in the 12th place of our fucking <laughs> shit ass basketball league is embarrassing. Yeah, congrats on this win, buddy. Have fun in this Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I will say, I mean, what you just said is absolutely right. But I do love Ian. Like, I'm looking at his matchup equi- equations right now. He is streaming this week. He's got four streams already. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like all over it. Like, it is the goddamn Super Bowl. So you need this kind of guy. Stay in the league. Stay active. He might finally be getting Jaron Jackson Jr. back by the end of the week, which would really be poetic as he drafted him in, like, the fourth round, and he's been out, like, all year. So, but you love Netlin, uh, you know, grinding it to the last second here. But as Tom said, 
you know, you're absolutely trash, and it really means nothing at, at the end of the day. So, so, it, you know, that's it's just is what it is. Well said. Hopefully, it's the last time we ever say PJ Washington on this podcast. Yeah. Um, as the playoffs do begin next week, and he certainly missed it by a good margin. <laughs> ah, just a little outside. But again, we digress. Yeah. To, hot um, takes this week, folks. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, but a juicy little matchup here with a couple of good friends, a couple of good buddies that I know are, are loved in this group. We had Sheesh versus the Maine Mills. The Maine Mills fighting for their lives to get into the playoffs while Sheesh, uh, like we said, had a gritty win against Master Splinter over there in North Carolina. Um, and possibly solidified himself into a playoff spot, pending nothing tragic here against the Maine Mills. But uh, Griffin needs a thick little win, and Hogan just needs to kind of stay alive. Yeah, I think that analysis there is absolutely right. Um, they are in a very tight matchup right now, um, 4-4 with categories, you know, all, all within reach, you know, for sure. So it could swing. Um, a lot of games tonight all across the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like everybody's got, like, a full lineup going. Mm-hmm. So – We'll see, but yeah, like like you said, Griff needs a big win, and if Hogan takes a big loss, you know this is this could this could be the matchup of the week here in terms of you know the direct impact they have on each other. So something to watch here, folks, for sure. Hundred um, percent. We kind of got the most irrelevant ones out of the way, and then as the time goes on, like every matchup is a juicy matchup here. I'm trying to go in order and and see lead up to like the juiciest. So, um, freaking a, the rest of the three are are literal playoff potential matchups that we'll see in fuck in a week. So you could yeah. be seeing your your first round opponent. I'll just jump to back the to puck back. sluts against Colin Sexton here, a four versus five, that would literally meet each other in the first round of playoffs. But uh. A juicy little lead here for the puck slots and Emmett in fourth place. He's looking real good and locked in, and especially with this lead, it's it'd be uh, shocking to see him not in the top six. But uh, Connor McCarthy, like you said, limping into the playoffs. Yep, weasel his way in here, and um, this one to seven deficit is not what he needs right now. No, uh, yeah, it's another one though that's real close. All these. Um... Categories could go either way. However, the fact you know you can't ignore the fact that Craggy's winning seven of them. <laughs> um, there's no two ways around that. A so, trend for sure. Definitely looking like a trend. And if this keeps up, you're talking about Connor McCarthy sitting on his couch come playoff time. Ian Neto that would be Connor McCarthy of missed playoff wow. teams. Imagine wow. if you put I that think... little parlay to uh, Vegas before the year. Would cash big. We'll, we'll see. I, I think Connor's going to fight as hard as he possibly can, but, you know, Craig's got a lot to fight for as well. Oh, yeah. Right? And some money to secure from um, from mm-hmm. the both of us. From the pod. <laughs> yeah, so making a quick quick honey. Shout out um, to us hardworking men just getting our, our money swiped by our, our good friends. Hey, like, like a, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. I should have just had Netlin send the money to Craggy, but it, it, it more or less works out that way. So this is, again, yeah, I said matchup of the week on the last one. 
But like you were saying, all of these are absolutely uh, critical here in Week 17. Indeed. Um, golly, the next two are just like the exact same. So we'll jump to the one seed, the true and defined. It's looking like at least one seed and Kyle, Cardiac, Kyle, Sedler, Kyle, Fay, Sedler, Cardiac, um, whatever, versus Lawson's Creek, who is also fighting for their lives, trying to leap a couple teams and gain some serious ground. Didn't grab the uh, yeah, most ideal matchup, but uh, Chad's no. going to give the old college try here. Yeah, he's going to have to. Um, Chad's kind of been in the mix here all season, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of hanging around. You know, you'd like to think had he had Durant all year or maybe went with a different pick other than Durant, mm-hmm. things could have been different for him as Durant kind of did another classic tease, came back, played a couple games. You know, he bruised his fucking pussy or something. I mean, sorry, family show. I think he bruised his thigh. We'll cut that. Family show. Um, apologize to all the women, all our women listeners out there. Zero and... percent, by the way. There's like a, a nice <laughs> demographic. We've, we've got some international uh, countries listening. We've got a wide range of age, but strictly male. It's embarrassing. We'll work on that. Uh, like and I share. need to be better. Like and share. But, uh, yeah, this is another one. I mean, Kyle is uh, obviously fighting hard here. He doesn't have much to play for this week. Um, Steph Curry's been going bananas. bananas. Absolutely bananas. Scary tonight, for the playoffs. He's, he's kind of having an off night tonight. But, yeah, I wouldn't want to see Steph Curry in the actual playoffs or the mm-hmm. fantasy playoffs or, mm-hmm. or anywhere near me in terms of basketball anytime soon. But, uh like, uh, yeah, Adam needs a big win here, and I don't know if he's going to get it. No, I don't know either. Um, it's probably going to end up being close, and, and Chad's going to need not a close matchup. He's going to need to steal, I feel like, at least six to uh, to get into the realm of things, especially if he's trying to leap that red-hot stallion of the puppies, Liam Morton. Um, yep. So only time will tell in this league. This league. This freaking league. And our last but certainly not least matchup, speaking of the devil, the puppies facing the two seed of Master Splinter and Stu Holiday. Um, it's, the matchups are just incredible. We could literally see these all. Like I said, I just keep repeating myself at this point. But, um, and so much could shuffle before next week. Liam has... Yeah is down three to five here to master splinter for whatever that means on a Wednesday. Some categories are tight. Some are starting to shape up as a blowout, but um, if Liam wins, he's in simple as that splinter, not playing for much either pretty much locked into that tour. Yeah. uh, They're, they're really duking it out here. Another close matchup. As you said, Liam has a couple things to worry about here. He's, he's had Robert Williams out for a while, who was playing real well. And Jalen Brown's also a little banged up. Two of his better players for sure. Mm. Um, and going up against, you know, a good team, a, a great team, but slightly weakened over the last couple weeks. Kawhi's been out as well. And, and like you said, you know, he went, you win, you're in for Liam here. So, uh with all that's gone on this year and all that, I can't say I'm rooting for him. But 
you know, we'll see what happens and the proof's in the pudding. If he pulls it off, you know, there's two ways around it and there's no two ways around it. And I wouldn't want to see him in the playoffs. Um, that's for damn sure. No, I certainly wouldn't. Um, the Met, the playoffs are shaping up to be electric. If they stand, um, Hogan would host the sixth seed, whoever gets in, whether it's Chad, whether it's God forbid Griffin, whether it's uh, Liam, which is what it would be if it ended. But all Chad needs is a half a game on Liam to jump him. They would be tied. So I don't know who would, who would the tiebreaker go to in that instance. Um, the tiebreakers are, are pretty crazy, and the, there's a, a few of them. Uh, shout out. Um, we would have to defer to Commissioner uh, McCarthy there on that, but the, but the app does break it down. The tiebreakers, I got it right here. Six playoff teams, one week per playoff matchup. The playoff seeding tiebreaker is their head-to-head record, so God forbid that they do tie the head-to-head record of those two would determine the overall wow. winner here, which would be pretty electric if it came down to it, which it absolutely could because they're they're both in dogfights right now and they could end up just kind of socking each other half a point and uh, who knows? Yeah. Ends up That's with a tie. very interesting. Yeah. And people forget. I mean, maybe people don't forget, but we're talking about a nice chunk of change here, folks. $50 buy-in this year. It's, I forget what the breakdown is, but I, I, that's going to be at least a cool 400 bucks going uh, to whoever could take home the ship this year. So there's a lot to play for, for sure. And pride, of course. Perhaps of course. more importantly. I was trying to kill time to, to look up the matchups just to see. Um, they played one time this year, believe it or not. But Liam has the matchup win over Chad. So if they were to tie, Liam would get the bump into the playoffs. He won... Four to three to one back in week oh, 11. Shit. So, could you imagine if it came down to that and Chad didn't uh, win because of that tie or the category he lost? Jeez, yeah, Chad might finally launch after that one. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, I hope everyone's and the dog's doing well over there. Um, yeah. Out Chad land. But uh, hopefully, we'll fly to the south again and, and play some shitty golf once more. Yeah. But until then, um, some crazy playoff matchups ahead. Matthew Barry and I wanted to kind of give um, – we didn't even do the the previews. Do you want to blast through that quick before I jump the gun here? So we'll just go rapid fire, okay? Who do you think is going to win? Mirian right now. Come on, quick. Go, go, oh, go. Rock, right. Uh, uh, Senegal. Wow, thank uh, you. That was probably I'm big, a bad but, pick, but whatever. Yeah. I'm going to take my, my boy Ian because I'm going to do the tally <laughs> after the regular season and hopefully knock you off. So take advantage wow. of you there quickly. Um, Sheesh versus Maine Mills. Griffin versus Hogan. Ooh, and it just swung back to uh, Hogan here. In the last. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Hogan. I'm yep. going to take Hogan. I like it. Uh, we need it financially, so I'm going to also tail that pick. Um, yourself yep. or Team Penis? Pico, excuse me. I'm I'm coming up on Pico's ass here, and I'm I'm gonna steal this one. Yeah, it's probably not gonna be enough for the playoffs, but I'll take the win. I don't think so either, but I agree with the pick. Um, Stu Holiday versus Puppies, Liam versus Splinter. Ooh, another. Green. This is shifted. These matchups are literally the the scores are shifting as we're recording, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That speaks to how close this is. Um, 
I'm gonna take I'm gonna take uh, Stu Holiday. Okay. Splinter. I'm gonna ride the Stallion of Liam. Believe it or not. Wow. I think he takes this one and um, Cardiac Kyle or Lawson's Creek. Chad versus Kyle. Hate to do this, but ride the Stallions. I'm t- I'm taking uh, Cardiac Car- Cardiac Kyle Fay all the way home. I oppose you again here. I'm going to go with Lawson's Creek to get in the playoffs. Um, pick, but do another bump. Whoa. Shout out my boy Lawson. The man, stones and watches, man. Were you there for that conversation, Barry? Maybe not. I think I missed that. Well, I'm sure that was a yeah, riveting was, conversation. It was exactly riveting. Um, but rapid fire here, quick. Emmett and Colin Sexton, Puck Sluts versus Colin Sexton. Who you got? I'm, geez, I got Emmett, and it's looking like a romp. He's now seven oh one, going for the eight oh, going for the kill. Unbelievable. Bucket wow. tie says Chad. I'll just take out McCarthy instead. I'll take out the King instead. Unbelievable. It would be. Um, but that was rapid fire. I also I took. I'm taking Emmett as well, um, just for the people taking notes at home as well and keeping track. Um, but before or before I did jump us, we were going to jump to a segment that we will now jump to. We're going to give some praise to the teams that stood out to us this year. We're going to roast the teams um, that we've been roasting all year, I suppose. Maybe not yeah. as hard. But, uh, I mean, bumps, what was – to your, in your opinion, the most shocking team this year to you. A lot of good storylines, a couple good teams you can make an argument for. So this will be an interesting little uh, seggy here. Well, a lot of, a lot of great uh, storylines for sure. And I'm kind of hemming and hawing on this one. I brought up Craggy um, before. Mm-hmm. I think Craggy, Craggy has definitely overachieved. And um, I'd give... You know, if we're giving out kind of awards here, I'm giving Craggy the most improved player of the year award. Okay? I'm very impressed with Craggs. I think, you know, it's been rubbing off on him up in the oh, land. <laughs> Live little cold call on the pod. We'll leave this in. What if he screens me on live TV? Live, live podcast. Craggs. Hot seat. Are we even friends? Emmett Craggy. Your call has been forwarded to Yikes. Well, that was great podcasting, everyone. Yikes. Um, I think at this point we just roll with the segment because fuck Craggs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, right here first, folks. I don't know what well, to fucking do, Barry. <laughs> I was gonna I get we won't go too much farther. Yeah, we'll only do like a couple here, yeah. I was given uh, I was gonna give Craggs credit and I guess I still will. Most improved player of the year. Wow. You know, comes out. Uh, oh, he's I calling me back. He, Live on the pod, oh. he's calling me back. Craggs. Yeah, what's up, bro? What's up? Craggs, um, baby. What it Live do? on the pod here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I hear we got some... Uh, some topics to bring to the podcast, some awards potentially in the room. Right there. 
Oh, yeah. Yep. So I got uh, superlatives um, ready to go. Uh, I can send you the link and, like, the login address, Tom, and you can send them out whenever. But, yeah, I made um, I made these superlatives, and there's supposed to be one of them, but you can only do ten, and you had to, like, buy a subscription for ten bucks for two. Or to, like, what? make it unlimited, so I just made two of them. Hell, yeah. But you'll Great. see both of them, and some of them are, like, serious. Some of them are, like, just fucking around, you know, just mud wrestling around. Good stuff. So it's a voting yeah. thing? We all vote on them, or? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Superlatives. That's fun like as fuck. Votes. Like, Guys, like, I love that. Game or, like, just, like, shit like that. That's some incredible. of them are funny. Some of them are, like, real superlatives, but, like, for basketball. Yeah, it should be fun. That's get the kids going. That's lit. We got a little um, bit of a tease here. We weren't yeah. sure exactly how it was going to work, but that's very interesting. Well, by the time we yeah. drop this tomorrow, hopefully we'll have that link out to the viewers. We'll get some voters going. I was going to wait for the end of the season, but like this is the end of the season. It's, it's we know where where we are, so okay. pretty much. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send it out tonight or tomorrow or something. Let's whenever go. the plug goes out. Incredible. Craig's. Craig's. Well, we have you on. Um. So, are you accepting cash or check for uh, fifty dollars payments? What are you What are you thinking? <laughs> for you both of you, uh, I don't know. I think you guys could take me on a nice dinner somewhere. Uh, uh, I'll let you know. Wow. wow. Maybe we'll take you out. What a guy. We'll take yeah, you out. I know you guys budget. take a few of the players in this league out for dinner. Actually, we just went golfing with Griffin, and uh, he was just talking a world of shit. No, he wasn't, but he's got some money on you guys, huh? Yeah, I got. I owe him a couple dinners as well. A couple fucking Burger King meals for that kid. <laughs> yeah, take him to the old Dairy Queen in Old Town. <laughs> him and the team. You're taking the team, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey Griffin could be in the playoffs, but yeah, yeah, I gotta get going here, boys. It's good to be on. Uh, I'm excited. You guys can talk about this proto results, you know, next pod. You're doing wow. God's work, and I'm excited to hear what the pod has. Appreciate it, Emmett. Thanks for your time. Craig's. We'll get those right. See you, boys. Well, pucks, lots. Wow. Well, uh, I guess this couldn't have worked out better. I guess we'll give a couple teas our opinions to a couple categories while we're at it. Um, wow. Exciting stuff. I had no idea that was the case. Yeah. I knew there was some kind of rumor going on, uh, but a whole voting system and superlatives and wow. going all out. How about that? This league. You guys better fucking vote too. This is more important than the, uh, the election of 21, 20, whenever it was kidding. But, uh, so Barry, you're officially giving your your most shocking team or your most improved. What'd you call it? I yeah, I called it most most improved player, most improved team. Our guy, Mister uh, Questionnaire or whatever, over there. Um, <laughs> Puck selects them. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out, Crags. Shout out, Craig's played everyone tough this year. Uh, ended up with the Donald Duck hockey logo and the puck sluts. Uh, good for him. We're all rooting for him down here and in good old hockey land. Me and Hogan. Um, yeah, but looks like we're taking him out to dinner soon. Yeah, certainly are. Looking forward to that trip in beautiful Portland. I hear it's gorgeous this time of year, Matthew Berry. Oh, so to die for. Looking forward to it indeed. Um, but I'm gonna go with. His good counterpartner, the exact same record as him, 
um, the rookie of the year, undoubtedly. Uh, yep. She and Hogan Tracy, both both teams, well deserving of the reward, but had to split it up here for me. Um, just a remarkable uh, stature to get into the playoffs in this prestigious and honored league with you know dynasties and uh, juggernauts like Ian Netlin missing the playoffs and Connor McCarthy potentially missing the playoffs and for Hogan yeah. to comfortably sit in the four to five seed to three seed, excuse me. Um, just an incredible little year. Uh, and he had a good, good squad the whole way. That's yeah. Undoubtedly another good pick. We've been, we've been kind of up and down on Hogan this year on, on the pod. Um, but undoubtedly a great addition to the league. And I think he's going to, he's going to be with us here for a while. Indeed. Um, and happy to have you. Honorable mentions, obviously Kyle with his historic dominate domination of a year this year. Um, never a doubt with the one seed nope. the entire way. Um, Incredible draft. One of the best drafts of all time. Just from start to finish. Yeah. Heck of a year. Um, and then obviously even Splinter too. If it wasn't for him, Splinter would even look like a fucking giant in this league with a dominant yep. one seed. So I'm pretty um, sure Kyle went wire to wire from week one to week 17. I think he, he was a wire to wire secretariat. Yeah. You triple crown coming for that ass fucking yeah. winner. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, I agree. Um, just a dominant performance this year. It was something special to watch and witness and get smoked on every time he played on this. It was a lot of fun this year, Kyle. So happy for you. Um, pretty sure there's an award for first place. So enjoy that cash winnings. Maybe you could take yeah. uh, me Talk and Barry out. Parties. Make huh? it, yeah. Huh? Take me and Barry out for dinner with those cash rewards for all the yeah, advice we gave you and the commentary. But no, no, it's fine. Uh, we'll get around to that. So that's it for the good teams. I mean, we can do a second half award winner. Shout out Liam Morton for pulling his ass out of last place and into the playoffs. Yep. I wonder how he did it. Um, <laughs> This league, I hope he fucking this knocks league. out every every one of those kids who said, "Yeah, no, block that trade." This That's um, but if we do the top teams, we have to call out and embarrass the bottom teams. Um, <sighs> PJ Washington, I don't know. We kind of already did his earlier. Yeah, we've been doing it all year. I mean that. That story, you know, for all the listeners that have been, you know, with us here on the program, mm. I mean, it's just been talk about wire to wire. I think he's been wire to wire in fucking last place all year. So um, it's just like, jeez, I don't even know. And, you know, we all make uh, fantasy mistakes, but I think he, he was making a lot of trades in the beginning of the year. And pretty much every single one of them freaking flopped. Um, some due to injury and other things, but yeah, tough showing this year from uh, from Mr. Dutton. This could statistically be the worst team the league has ever seen. A couple of fun facts for you: He had one win all year, Matthew Berry. <laughs> one victory. Out of 17, 17 weeks, weeks of fantasy basketball, he pulled off one W. Yikes. He lost his first eight of nine games to start the year. L's. 
Fat L's. Fat ones. Fat L's. He turned it on at the end of the year when he only lost two of his last three, um, five of his last six, and that one win against, ironically, Master Splinter, the two seed. Um, right. Probably fucked him out of the fucking one seed battle if he didn't lose to this if this team. If he was on par and beat him like 6-2, which is what he was probably averaging, he'd probably be in the thick of it for the one seed, but... So Ian Netland single-handedly took out Master Splinter for the one seed, and and we'll see if that means. I mean, it seems like I don't know if they reroute in the playoffs, but like, is Liam gonna the six seed gonna get matched up with the one seed? I would assume. I think it goes one six, yeah, yeah. two five, three four. <clears throat> well, the five, first round one and two get a bye, so it's oh correct. three versus okay. six, yeah, and five versus four. So yeah. I wonder after that, does it re, does it re, like route in terms of uh, rankings, or do you just move on in a bracket? I'm looking it up sure. right now. Yeah, I've, I've been bounced by that time most of the uh, yeah. most of the seasons. <laughs> I usually get to the first round and then I get freaking pp whacked. Yeah. So it looks like it 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 looks pretty intuitive. So if Connor. Right now, if the season were to end, it would be, uh, I guess it's still Connor, so everything could switch up, but the six seed would go to play Stu Holiday, and the winner of the four and the five seed would play Cardiac Kyle. So uh, something to think about for those potential playoff teams, but uh, we kind of got lost off site on Ian's team somehow. Uh, we were talking records and all that, but yeah. lot still to play for, for sure, and, and yeah. shake out in those standings, as we've mentioned. Indeed. Um, some honorable mentions, because that was by far the worst team in the league this oh, year. Yeah. Uh, team Penis, obviously, yeah. another continuous bad year. Uh, making some of the most ridiculous trades of the year, too. He could be the most spontaneous kid in the league as well. Oh. And then uh, myself rounding out the worst of the three down there with a one-game lead on Team Penis. But... Uh, as you mentioned, yep. as the self pro not self proclaimed fan proclaimed <laughs> face of fantasy basketball, um, you hate to see no, it. it's something I need to work on as a professional to stay in this industry. Um, usually, the guys at ESPN would get fired if they finished in the bottom three of their fantasy leagues. I'm sure. So, something to work on professionally and uh, in my life, and you know, hopefully, I won't get relegated this year. We'll stay in the top. Uh, the top league. Hopefully, you guys don't form a super soccer league behind my back and leave me here. Wow, nice little reference there. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are up to date with soccer, but it seems like Barry is, which I admire. Um, Talking soccer. Talking soccer. Out of soccer podcast, of course, but there's big uh, one in there. And Barry, horse guys. yeah, big horse guys. But uh, and then Barry, you're on your own little island. I would say you finished off kind of in the middle of nowhere. Lost in the yeah. dreams. It was. Uh, I I put you know I put myself in, in in my expectations over as I did just say I've been eliminated a lot. However, I've made the playoffs every year up up until now, um, where it's looking like I'm probably going to miss. So definitely a disappointing year for me. Um, and you know the the trade uh, that we don't speak of, of course, hurts and. Um, 
you know, it, it is what it is. But I'm not happy with my year at all, and I will be back in 2000. Uh, I guess it will be still be 2021 with 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 vengeance. Indeed, the two faces of fantasy basketball will be back, and with something to prove. As long as Kyle and Splinter don't take over our jobs after dominating the league, sure. um, but it has been a marathon of an episode, Barry. Um, good luck with your picks. Good luck with everyone in the matchups. Whether your matchup is as meaningless as me and Barry's, or if it means the world to you, like Chad's and Liam's. Um, but enjoy it, absorb it, and have a blast, everyone. All right, folks. This league. Cheesh. This league. Cheesh.